hello and welcome to the Powerful Personal Brand Podcast. In this episode, my guest and I discuss the importance of your personal brand in sports marketing and brand partnership for athletes. So you definitely want to check it out. I am your host, Claire Bond, and on today's episode, I am very excited to be joined by Richie Freeman. Richie has been called a modern-day Renaissance man due to a career that spans life as an author, illustrator, artist, etiquette expert, entrepreneur, screenwriter, cartoonist, and even a champion professional wrestler. Um, he is a number one best-selling and award-winning author and an illustrator of seven books in multiple genres with work being sold worldwide. Outside of the arts, Richie is the co-founder and CEO of Brand U Sports, an innovative sports marketing firm dedicated to connecting brands with NCAA student athletes through band, brand ambassador programs for the name image likeness sponsor. Sponsorships. Richie, thank you so much for being here. Wow. You like, I mean, is there something else on your list? I got to ask. Is there something else that you haven't done that you're just kind of like, yeah, yeah, that's next? Well, thank you very much for the kind intro. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I don't know. You know, it's it's Wednesday, so we'll see what happens the rest of the week. But uh, <laughs> I, I call myself a professional trier. So I've been very uh, fortunate, really, just to try a lot of things that I've liked and um, not mm -hmm. always gone so pretty as I would have hoped, but, um, you know, that's just part of, part of the hustle. Well, part. I mean, I guess you could probably say you probably don't have a lot of regrets because you're like, oh, you know what? I tried it. <laughs> well, no, I mean, look, you know, regrets, it's like, you know, failure and things like that. I was speaking to yeah. a, high, a high school earlier this week and some of them, uh, was a classroom of kids and they were journalism, like in journalism and literature. And they asked me, like, what's one of the hardest parts about being a writer or being involved in this, you know, entertainment-ish kind of world, but writing? And I said, well, I mean, I, I have to say the rejection's the hardest part. And it was harder in the beginning until I realized, you know, it's still hard, but that's just a part of the game. I mean, it's never been perfect. Mm -hmm. I mean, whatever you want to do, there's tons of rejection. So I've gotten a thick skin over the years. I don't want to say it doesn't still yeah. get to me and still stink, but, um, you know... You're not, you got, you, you got to wait a little bit longer to tap out. So it's, uh, mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not too big on the quitting part. Yeah. Well, I, um, I'm a former actress and model. So I used to kind of think of, think of my job was actually going on auditions because I would do like four to five a day, live in Los Angeles. So it was just kind of like, that was my job every day, you know, figure out where I'm going, go, going around in the city. And, you know, before that I was in New York and, yeah, that was my job, really doing, you know, perfecting my craft and, and doing that kind of stuff. So, you know, obviously it, it's better than kind of going like I constantly fail. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, no, I did have a good audition. But one time I got I actually got a part. Um, it was for, for Walmart and um, the head of like the, the marketing department came in and he's like, did they ever tell you why you got the job? And I'm like, no, they're like you walked in and you looked like the storyboard. You were the storyboard. No one else had a chance because I walked in the door and I looked exactly like the pictures that they had. So sometimes it's not, it's not something that you did, especially when you're dealing with like arts and, and certain things like that. It's like literally like, it's just, I, I, I had an acting coach say that someone didn't get a job just because they came into the audition with red nail polish. Yeah. And that one of the people was like, I hate red nail polish. They're out. <laughs> Well, that's it too. I mean, it, it, when, you're, when you're looking for like an agent, you're looking for a publisher. It's you, know, you also think like as much as I feel like work I've put in, I, I'm very proud of, and I feel like wow, this is really. I wish they would listen to me. I wish they would 
you know, or take my call or whatever it may be. But you realize there's how many tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of other people that were thinking the same thing and they hit up yeah. every way. So I don't get taken as personal, but you're right. I mean, it takes, it just takes one person to think like, okay, you're the person I think can do this. And, yeah. you know, in the times that I've heard the yeses, you know, it's been obviously towards, you know, I, I, I was able to hit a good nerve and be able to work on it and they believed in what I was doing. And the times that they were no, you're right. I mean, there's a thousand things that go into it. I mean, it's not just because, I mean, I've pitched agents before and our publishers that, you know, the book was great. They liked the story, but they're like, look, I don't cover that topic. And I was like, all right, well, go talk to, uh, you know, the guy down the hall. Let's go get him involved, you know? And they're mm-hmm. just like, look, I, I, I don't do that. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. I get paid to bring in these guys, this kind of genre. And that's my thing. And so I had to respect that and understand what they're going through. So it's, it sucks. I mean, it's not, I'm not going to say it's pretty, yeah. but it's a big part of whether you're a, any career, right? I mean, you're going to yeah. get passed up for a job. You're going to get somebody dismissing you and it's just part of the game. I think it's interesting because I think a lot of times when we're, we're talking about, obviously about the arts and acting and books and, and all you know, kind of these things, but when you're putting yourself out there on social media, you're building your personal brand. Um, you know, even some of the, the players that you work with, not everyone's going to resonate with everyone else. You know, you're not going to like that person for whatever reason. Um, I mean, some people just, you know, you're just kind of like, wow, you're so polarizing, but say you're not polarizing, say somebody just doesn't click with you. And that's, you know, that's the way that it is. Um, I think that's kind of a, a way to look at, I always, I always talk about that, right? You kind of want your personal brand and, and the things that you're doing to magnetize and attract your ideal audience. So when you're connecting your, you know, uh, the players with with a company, I mean, you get, I mean, you must deal with the same exact thing. They're just kind of like, I don't know. I don't, it don't, I don't resonate. Is it, do you work really hard to kind of say, I think this is a good fit? I mean, what, how does it work? Absolutely. I mean, it's all of the above. So what I do is, you know, there, you can, you can be the best athlete in the world, right? But your online presence may, be, may not be that great. I mean, there are mm-hmm. college kids that are getting paid very well and you look on their social media and they have a lot of followers, but they've never done anything. They're just who they mm-hmm. are. Like out mm-hmm. the gate, they've been great since they were 12 years old and they don't really need a lot of social media. And in a lot of the college kids defense, the rules around what you could say on social media was a lot different a couple of years than a couple of years ago, you know? So it's allowed them to be mm-hmm. more themselves. You weren't allowed to show, you know, uh, if your school is on Nike school, right? You can't be showing all around. I love this Under Armour thing. And there's mm-hmm. just rules about it, but that's your own personal life. You're allowed to wear clothes outside of school. But um, mm-hmm. when a brand comes to us, we, we say, the questions are, you know, obviously what's the budget? That's going to tell what level of, of uh, athlete we're going to find. What's the region? So make sure if they care about that, if they have any sports involved that they like, and then we dial it back from there. But, you know, we look at them as the people we're presenting are A-plus people across the board. They're not on there shouting something crazy. They're not trying to be funny and it comes off off color. We've had people where um, we sent somebody and they were actually really funny. They were really good. And then about five, six posts down, and they're really, they were funny in the, in the fact they weren't a comedian, but they just had a really good presence. They had a good personality. Mm-hmm. And then like five or six posts down, um, the brand said, look, we looked at this thing and I, in this one post, I just don't think it's going to be good. It doesn't, it doesn't really, it's a little bit maybe too 
a little bit too, um, you know, uh, off off base of what we're trying to do. And I said, okay, well, look, let me go back. So I went back and I said, look, we have an opportunity, but you got to get rid of that post. And they said, and he's like, no, no, I like it. It's, it's funny. I'm like, all right, I guess we can't work together. So, and it stinks, but we make sure that the brand are hired, the people that we're hiring, we vet them, we, we talk mm-hmm. to them. We make sure that they not only match the brand, but also that their personality is something they can be proud to be with. And they may not be the biggest athlete in the world. They're not going to be the number one person in their field, but they still have a very good presence and they're a good person and they meet what the requirements are. So we look yeah. at it from a more holistic standpoint, not just like status of who they may be on the field or not. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting, I mean, you know, it's kind of, it's a different way of looking at something. So a business person building their personal brand versus someone that's a college athlete, but it really all boils down to the same most important thing, which is authenticity. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you, you don't and look, you can't, you can't just mail it in. I mean, I've seen, yeah. there, there's been some athletes that have very high presence and they were like, you know, advertising, you know, a water bottle and they're just like, oh, this water bottle, I'm so thirsty. And it's like no character, no enthusiasm. Yeah. And we teach them. We're like, look, this is how you hold a bottle. This, don't cover the label with your fingers, put it down mm-hmm. here, make sure it's filled, show the logo, all that kind of stuff. And we give them that education with it as well, because you realize that mm-hmm. they have not been in front of the camera in this aspect before. They've been watched yeah. and not had to be present themselves. Um, but right. it really does, it comes down to it. I mean, if it looks like they're just mailing it in, or if it's just one more notch on their belt that they can say they had a brand mm-hmm. with, it doesn't benefit them or us, and mm-hmm. um, or the brand, sorry. And so it's, 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 it's a deal breaker for everybody. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of times, because sometimes people will be like, oh, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to do videos from a you know, standpoint of business, business people. And yeah, you, you have to like, really, you have to work at it. You have to work at being good at it because yeah. people can tell if it's, if like you're saying, phoning it in or you're not, you know, you want some other goal, like you're talking about these athletes might want, you know, yeah, I got this brand deal. I got these things. Whereas like a business person might be saying, okay, I want this lead. I want this something or other, they can tell <laughs> you're yeah. not in it. You can, you really can see it in the eyes and definitely, you know, if they're being, re- they're, you know, doing the commercial, shooting the commercial, the director, everyone else is like, ah, oh, what is happening? And they can I mean, just I mean, say you're out. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, look, I, it's, you're hundred percent right. And the most successful people in the NCAA regarding NIL are actually not the people you think are like the, maybe the top, top of their sport. I mean, like paint, like uh, um, you know, Peyton Manning's nephew is coming. He's going to play for Texas in a year, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got no social media presence whatsoever. No one's even heard him really talk that much. He's a very they, they're isolating mm-hmm. and they're taking care of. Him. And I understand that. So, am I going to? I'm going to give this guy a brand. He may or may not really be great with it. But the people who are doing really, really well are the ones that are um, embrace what they do and the brand. And I mean, there's a lacrosse player from Ohio State. He's not the number one lacrosse player in the country, but he's the number one, the most famous lacrosse player when it comes to an online presence. The number one tracks, most famous track runner right now, uh, she's at Duke. She is very good on the camera. She's very personal. She's very honest and very funny. And she's great. And she's not ranked number one, Mm -hmm. but she's a great person. And one of the top players is a lineman from Elon University. And the name excuse me, but um, I can tell you right now, Elon University is not exactly a top stellar football. They're not killing it in the football my, ranks. My, my stepdaughter, my stepdaughter went there, so I'm like, 
I actually I love, know where that is, but yeah, it's I, such a random place. <laughs> it's and, and I, 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 Elon is a fantastic university. I, mean, I don't know how many you know NFL people go there, but yeah. point being is that and he's a lineman, and when it comes to football, it's usually the quarterback or the linebacker mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he is doing very, very well strictly because he is a good person. And he's outgoing. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. There's, I mean, you know, not every actor will make it, not every, all that kind of stuff. And you, you, yeah, it's just, but if you really think about it, I mean, I guess like, I don't, I'm not the biggest sports person, but I definitely can see that the top people you oftentimes are not the ones doing a lot of these, these sports commercials because they, they don't have, you know, they don't have a great presence or they're very awkward or they've only worked on this one area of their life and everything else, you know, is not fine tuned or even kind of like, you know, (laughs) up to, up to your basic level. Right. They're just so like, yeah, it's like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like they're so overly great at this sport that everything else, like, (laughs) Well, conversation, having a relationship, they can't do it. Well, so I, I can mean, see that. Yeah, I mean, look, it's not, it's, you know, from different forms of entertainment. Look, sports is entertainment. And I, I mean, I was part of yeah. the sports entertainment world. I'll get to that for a second. But I mean, you're correct. Uh, if you are playing at the D1 level in the NCAA, which by the way, we work with athletes from all different levels, you know, AA, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, uh, D1, D2, whatever. That's not really an issue. D1's the top. For the most part, you've been very, very good at your sport for since you know you were ten, you're twelve years old. If you are mm-hmm. at the top of those schools in the D one, you're probably one of the best person in your area for the most of your time of your life. And then mm. you take that even to another level, that other percentage of it, you pretty much had a very good run. Everybody loved you. You were told you were great. You were great. You all that you had a lot of press. So why do you have to try very hard because that's just who you are. And I'm not faulting you by any means. I wish my life was mm-hmm. a lot easier. So, you know, no one really looked at me and said star all the time, but yeah. And it, but that, it does take that persona. And when I, when you talk about entertainment, it's look, you can be the prettiest person, the best looking person in the world, but you may not go well with a person on in, in a modeling situation, the brand line that's think like mm-hmm. they might not want to work with you. When I was, mm-hmm. and you mentioned my, my life as a pro wrestler, I was a pro wrestler for over 10 years. And I mean, I'm five foot five guy, you know, from Baltimore. It's not exactly the hotbed for uh, my own fit the stereotype of what you think of a professional wrestler. But I also can't mm-hmm. tell you how many guys I met that were six, five, six, six, they could bench press a truck, but they had the personality of a doorknob. And, this is entertainment. This is not real fighting. So it doesn't matter mm-hmm. how big and strong you are. If nobody wants to watch you or nobody really believes what you're doing, then you have no value. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it, it really comes by with what you're able to project and portray. And, you know, we are entertainment. You know, have to like what you're doing. If <laughs> you don't, you got to yeah. get into it. Yeah. Well, so I, I, it's such an interesting concept because I, 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 I never really thought about about kind of business people when they're doing, um, building their personal brand, but it's the same. It is entertainment. Yeah. Cause I, mean, I don't, you know, you don't think of like a, a sports player. A lot of times doesn't think I'm an entertainer. They're like, I play sports. But you're like, but at the end of the day, we need to fill those stands. Yes. So you have to give them good entertainment. So if you want followers on social media and all these kind of things, you have to somehow entertain. I think that's the one thing that a lot of people don't do. I it's so funny because sometimes I, I do these I do podcasts and and I learn something. So 
Richie, you taught me something today. I never really think about the entertainment aspect of it, but it, well, it's so key. And well, you let me look at look at how many the top top basketball players there are in the country in the world, right? And there's only mm. so many shoe contracts everybody's going to have. Well, every, so everybody might get a shoe contract, but how many commercials are they getting? How many billboards are they actually mm. putting up? It's LeBron, it's mm-hmm. Steph, it's some other guys. But there's a lot of people coming up every mm-hmm. year, and they're getting contracts but not getting that other push. And the guys that are yeah. getting the push are the ones that like to do it. I mean, like, look at Bronkowski. Bronk is hilarious. And he was fun. He stayed out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Okay, he got he drank on the boats and stuff like that, but he was never you know he never got in trouble really bad. He was just a goofball guy that everybody loved. And he, you, how many tight ends do you see that are dominating billboards and TV and stuff like that? Not really many. He's the best one out there. So in his position for so many years, he was the one because he embraced what he was doing. Now you don't have to do that, but then you're also not going to get what comes with it and. When you already have the hard part down, right? If you are a mm-hmm. model or an actor and you have a look that's really good, all you're going to yeah. do is do the other part. That's a natural thing you're able to have. And if you're an athlete and you can throw the spiral 100 yards clean every time, being mm-hmm. fun and outgoing, even for this smidgen mm-hmm. of time, fake it to make it, yeah. is not going to hurt you. Right. So why not yeah. just embrace that other part and just learn how to do it? If you go back kind of like uh, decades, but, you know, uh, Michael Jordan... He had he had personality and did really. I was I was I always, I always think about. Um, so I, I have a dog named Bo, and sometimes I think about Bo knows. Remember those commercials? Bo and knows Bo everything. Bo does everything. But he yeah, was Bo just Jackson, he was. Yeah. Yeah. He just knows. Yeah. He was just kind of. He had fun with it, and he wasn't. I mean, I don't remember him being the absolute best at everything, but he just was in multiple sorts. Was he really really good? I don't remember. <laughs> Oh, no, he was he was really good. Um, I mean, he played okay. baseball and football at the same time, and he was built like a machine, and no one ever seen a freak. He was a freak of nature. But yeah. if he was a, if he was a jerk and nobody wanted to be around him, he would not have gotten. Yeah. Look, he would just be a really good guy that got two sports. But Bo was yeah. like you said, Bo embraced what he was. Now he was not the most charismatic on the camera, but he let right. that audience do it. He got the Bo nose thing, and you know, and he yeah. was he was happy with what he was. But I mean, you look at yeah. like Magic. You're talking about like going back to the day, Magic Johnson. I mean, he was known for that smile, and when or lose, yeah. he was smiling, and he was great. And everybody loved mm-hmm. him for it. So great. Yeah. Yes, he was good, but they liked him because they never seen him. He was always so happy all the time, and like he was always <laughs> like they like that's the person you want to be around. And I understand yeah. it's very hard for athletes to always be this person that people look up to them as. I mean, I you mm-hmm. know you see people don't want to do autographs, don't want stuff like that, and that part kills me too. But um, you know, it's, I think there's certain parts of elevating, elevating your brand that if you don't really mm-hmm. take into consideration the little steps you can do, um, mm-hmm. I don't think, I, I think it's the wrong, I think that then you shouldn't be upset if nothing comes your way. Yeah. I, I used to work for, um, for SAP. I don't know if you've ever heard of SAP. They, they do a lot of sponsorships. We used to sponsor golfers, um, mm-hmm. tennis players. We sponsored like Andy Roddick and, uh, Gary Player. And so I met a lot of them. Um, yeah. you know, doing events and things like that. And sometimes some people that we sponsored would kind of have a tantrum. <laughs> I'm like, I, you know, I wasn't the one that would be like, your, your sponsorships deal is cut, but you're just kind of like, it's not that it, it can't, you know, they want privacy. They want these things, but just like what you're saying, they can always give it to somebody else. Yeah. And, There's always yeah. somebody else that can get that multi-million dollar multi-year deal. 
and all you do is you show up and you smile. Yeah, and I mean, you look you look at guys that get it taken away really quickly too, and gals. I mean, it's yeah. for people. I mean, it's it's um, it happens a lot too. And I think the last maybe mm-hmm. four or five years, when people are the behavior they've done on social media or things they've done in public, and how quick things get yeah. taken away. Um, you know, it, I think that is something more people are looking at in their own. Um, mm-hmm. and that's something that's coming to light too, but you're right. I mean, if you are, if you really are a, a, a jerk and you don't like people, but you realize that your career is part of it, then mm-hmm. just suck it up and be a smiley person until that happens. And, but even with, um, you, when you look at this with, when you go back to the college kids, when they're getting, you know, part of the combine for the NFL, for example, you know, you have to test your, they give you a test of everything, but they also sit down and talk to you. And they look, they feel mm-hmm. that young and they're like, okay, back in, you know, in 2020, you said blank or you were caught doing blank. And the person's like, well, look, I grew up, here's what I'm doing. Or the person be like, yeah, and I was right. So, I mean, this is who I am. Uh, you know, and they're like, well, this is the person I got to go to when we're doing um, marketing events and charity stuff. This is the yeah. guy that I'm going to pick. There's another guy out there that can run just as fast. He might be a 0.055 seconds slower, but reality is, um, whether you're a company or a sport or an entity, you want the people that work for you that will be a champion for you when you need them to. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's asking too much. I, th- I, I think that's yeah. the bare minimum. It's such an interesting thing because, you know, I, I just, I really never really thought about the the brand of each of these athletes and the ones that get, are super successful and the ones that are not. Um, and yeah, it's just your personal brand matters because a lot of people, Oh, a lot of people think, Oh, my brand is, you know, a logo or is this, or my, I have a photo, I have a website, I have all these things, but it's, it's with these, with these athletes, it doesn't matter what your stats are. If you literally go into a room and everyone hates you, then no one's going to want to have you in their locker room. No one's going to want to pass the ball to you. They're just going to be like, he's an a-hole. I, I don't want to. Look, and I, I've seen this a lot with, you know, when I work in like entertainment and, and, and writing and stuff like that too. I mean, look, writing is entertainment to me. I mean, it may not, you may a lot of people behind the scenes and stuff like that, but I've met people that are incredibly successful and I, you would not even know who they were by looking at them because they're never, you know, they're not a person out there doing it. Whereas I was like, look, yeah. where do you want me? When do you want me? I'm your guy. I mean, when I first, my first book, it was, a, I wrote and illustrated my children's books and my, one of my best friends named Kenny, he was my wrestling tag team partner. And I rest, I said, look, I mean, we're, we're coming up with a book. I said, I'm going to do a public reading. We're going to invite all of our friends and family at a, at a bookstore that was able to, that hired me. Um, I want to, and I'm going to have a uh, like, can you do the puppet? I'm going to buy this turtle mm-hmm. and you know, I have it in my office actually, but uh, it might be back there somewhere. But, uh, and I said, <laughs> look, and he goes, I've never done puppets before, but fine, I'll do it. So we set up a little puppet. We set up a little booth. He put his hand up there. I read the book. He read the turtle part um, for my book, Turple, and the kids loved it. So I could have sat there and just read like this, but I was like, this is my only chance. And every, and I had never done a reading like that. It was the debut of the book. I didn't work mm-hmm. a puppet, and he definitely was not a puppeteer. So, but it, it just, it made a lot good, and we took it on the road. We went to a bunch of different places doing it. So it just added a little bit more, and um, I enjoyed doing it. And I, you know, you have to do those things. That's- Well, that's the key. Kind of, you know, thinking outside of the box and and, and stretching and and just trying new things and being truly yourself. And that's kind of the the thing. You can't make someone great. You can't make someone good on camera. You can't make someone be able to answer questions quickly or anything like that. But when someone is, 
they mag you, you met they get you know things just magnetized to them because they're like wow you are actually really great <laughs> because there's some people that aren't and i think that that's kind of the thing and there are a lot of people that won't do it because they're afraid like you were saying i've never done it yeah. before but why not um yeah it's just a lot of people are too afraid they analyze things too much they're perfectionists and all that kind of stuff and the overriding thing that I'm hearing from you is the people that are getting these contracts and are moving ahead. Yes, they've got all the stats because they're where they need to be and all that. So everything being equal, the ones that are actually just themselves on social media already kind of built a presence because they're likable and they're not afraid to share. They're not kind of strange and awkward, but that's not everybody. So it's just, yeah. So the ones that, that are really good at it get, get, all those contracts and the ones that don't, maybe you just need to work really hard. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of all your, your fears because I bet it's a lot of fear that, that are holding people back. I would say, fear would you say that's it, fear? Oh, absolutely. Fear, ego. And, and I, I think when I look at fear, it's like fear of embarrassment or fear of, um, yeah. if, I do, if I do this, who's going to really care? I mean, mm -hmm. you look at a lot of, you look at a lot of people that are vlogging or have these huge TikTok, Instagram followings and they do stuff where they're doing like, a day in the life where they're walking out their camera and most of them are in their mind and thinking like, Oh God, that person is like, what, what is that guy doing? They really think that person really thinks they're going to be some big famous person. And mm -hmm. you know, you just got to not listen to that kind of stuff because there's a good no. chance if you keep doing it, you will be. And then the person's like, Oh, can I, yeah. can I do something with you? I mean, and so that's a big part too. Once you put yourself out there, um, you know, how is your audience going to react to it? I mean, there's people that we right. do deals with and they're getting deals over quarterbacks or they're getting deals over the star person who's ranked number five in the country. And this person's not even on the, in the top 100 and, and, and they're, but they're getting deals from major brands because they're good. And if that well, person didn't want to do it, then you can't, well, but they're, but they're good, but they probably have a fan base that actually is in, invested likes them. Oh, trust yes, them yes, for sure knows who they are because they've been around so that no like and trust factor that's what it is so you might have this quarterback who's this that and the other thing but this other person that you know just kind of went out there was goofy did stupid stuff not you know <laughs> yeah. but like was just kind of like i'm gonna have fun i'm gonna entertain this is fun i have a platform why not have fun with it and they have an audience that they built up yeah basically you say i whatever it is, Nike, Under Armour, whatever yeah. it is, you're like, yeah, their fan base is going to go, wow, he, she, they like that. I'm going to go check it out. <laughs> well, it goes, I mean, the only thing with, with being a good athlete is, are they coachable? It doesn't matter how good they are, yeah. but are they coachable? Will they listen to me? Um, you know, mm -hmm. when they get to college, they were the stud in high school, but will they listen to me and what I'm doing things here? When they get the NFL and the, or the MLB, will they listen to me when I have on my ideas now? And it doesn't always work out. That's where these guys fail because they get to a system that they're like, this is what I'm used to because everyone's sent around me. You have to be a coachable. When you get to a job, you have to be able to be coachable. You have to work with that company, yeah. motto. And, you know, I, I look at this with the successful people we work with um, are the ones that are saying, when I have, when I do my sessions about educating them on how to do, how to be a brand, a brand ambassador or, you know, how to hold the water bottle or when you're taking mm -hmm. a photo, make sure that, you know, do it when there's enough lighting outside or when I, when I say, look, wear plain color clothes, like no logos, mm. just plain. Mm -hmm. And some of them do it. And some of them are like, well, yeah, but I want to wear my, uh, I got a shirt that has this. I'm like, that's not what we're asking for. I'm saying, I know you like yeah. it, but you can't tell me you don't have a blue shirt somewhere in your closet. Just wear that. And like, I don't like this. And I said, you know, this is not how this works. <laughs> you know, you're not, it's not, not about you. Here. 
I mean, I'm literally <laughs> asking, I'm asking for 10 minutes out of your day. I promise you, if you yeah. can do this, get your buddy to film you, you can knock this thing out. And then there's, there was a situation we had, this person was very difficult. They were very hard to work with. They were hard to nail down. They were always busy. And by the way, if I get one more person that tells me they're busy in college and they can't use their, everything we do is on the phone. And I was busy in college too. I get their athletes, but this is your magical device for you send me content. So you have it on you 24 seven. There's you can yeah. always go out and pour down a half hour of your time for what I'm paying you to do. And so I let them know that it gets frustrating. Anyway, we were going around in circles with this one person. They just were not, it, they mailed it in. It was just not good. Mm. I said, look, you got, here's what you can do. We got to do this. Just try this part, things like that. They came back and their photos were fantastic because they took the time. They had a friend of theirs take their photo, take the, take the camera, do it for them. Mm-hmm. And they were doing it. And his photos were fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. And it worked out well. And on the flip side, it goes back to, you know, the people that aren't the studs. We hired, we were doing a big deal with Dr. Scholes. And look, Dr. Scholes is a humongous brand. It's not the sexiest brand in the world, but it's a big brand. I mean, yeah. that's a big company, international company. So we did, and we were doing with UNC quarter, we, um, eight players from the University of North Carolina football team. Huge ACC, great team, great people. So I said, well, look, I think I want to do something with some of the kickers too. They have you know, two kickers and two punters. And the brand said, okay, we want the other players, but yeah, we can try that. Well, these guys were ones that we positioned secondary. And they knocked it out of the park. They, the four mm-hmm. guys, they had so much fun with it. They did like a funny video where they're like passing the can in the air or kicking the can. I mean, I didn't ask them to do that. I just said, and it took them maybe, an, maybe a half hour, 45 minutes, and they crushed it. And I was like, wow, yeah. these guys, these guys were fantastic. And everybody felt the same thing too. This has been like an, a really fun podcast. I really think that this is going to help people that, you know, whatever, if they want to, you know, influencer, business people, but definitely if you're like in sports and you're kind of like, Hey, I want to take it to the next level. You're like, yeah, just the, the, the same principles apply, but I think people need to be reminded that the same principles apply to really everything Maybe yeah. you call it something different or you whatever, you have to kind of package it a little differently, but it's always the same being authentic and being yourself and yeah, not phoning it in, not having someone, you know, going like, oh, I really don't want to do this because I really have this thing to do instead. Yeah. yeah. Someone's paying you a lot of money. Sit your freaking ass down or whatever it is and just do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it's just about taking an opportunity that comes your way. I don't, I, I'm yeah. not, I, like I said, I've had a ton of failure and rejection in my life, but, um, the opportunities I've been given and work hard for, I don't let mm. them down. And I, I like, yeah. why would I, why would I try to fight so hard for something? And, or somebody gives me an opportunity that's probably yeah. going to have a huge benefit in my life. What's my ROI and, and doing it versus not trying. At all. So right. I think that that's something that a lot of these, uh, hopefully these athletes are realizing when the next, when they mm-hmm. step forward too, just going to enhance their stock. I don't mean stock yeah. from a financial standpoint, but stock meaning just their presence and who they are you're going to get a lot more opportunities come your way. Richie, this has been such a great conversation and um, I definitely learned a lot and I know a lot of people are going to learn from this as well. So thank you so yeah. much for being here. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. So where can people find out about you? So you can visit us online at brandusports.com, B-R-A-N-D-U, the letter U, sports.com. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Brand New Sports, And you can also follow me at Richie, at Richie Freeman. R-I-C-H-I-E-F-R-I-E-M-A-N on Instagram and Twitter.
Awesome. And all the links will be in the description box for everyone um, so you can have access to it. So thank you so much, Richie. This is a lot yeah. of fun. Thank you again. Great. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> and thank you for listening and watching. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye.